Welcome to podcast number 20. I'm really excited about today's podcast because today is all about how your deeper why serves and strengthens you as an entrepreneur. And later on, after Jerry and I have a little bit of an inspiring conversation about this, I've had the pleasure of interviewing an amazing entrepreneur, Anthea Mumby. So stay tuned for that. Hi world, I'm Angela Konkin. And I'm your why guy, Jerry Visca. Welcome to our podcast. Inspiring one million whys together. Woohoo! <laughs> so who's Jerry? Well, he's formally educated in architecture, a branding expert, author of 18 books, and today focuses all of his awesome creative energy on helping people answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? Don't forget, love, I've also toured 11 countries inspiring thousands of people. Oh yeah, forgot. And Angela happens to be the love of my life. Thanks, love. So, who's Angela? She's a trained life and leadership coach, but today focuses her energies not just on me, but on helping people train their brain through the power of meditation and, of course, touring the world with me on this inspiring mission of One Million Wise. I like to call myself the fluffy sidekick. Together, we're inspiring One Million Wise in the world. I help you ignite your deeper why, which, of course, I define as the world helped by you. And I help you live it, baby, by training and conditioning your mind. So this podcast is where we thought it would be cool to share more of us and the energy of this big, fat, audacious vision of inspiring one million whys. And how it all comes to life through this magical thing called why time. We'll also share how we do this together with each other, which is what I love. It's amazing. I love doing this with you, Jerry. But most importantly, this vision can only come to life together with you because we can't do it alone. And that's why we're sharing it. So thanks for tuning in. Love, let's do a little bit of a review of your deeper why so that we don't confuse it with something else. Well, first of all, I'm excited about this amazing podcast love doing it with you is always a joy (laughs) and i love that you spent some time with one of our amazing authors of our global book series i know why the red book where we featured anthea mumby and more importantly her deeper why and i think it's a good time to refresh what the deeper why is not so this deeper why is not a goal it's not a milestone it's not some financial goal some financial gain it's not your kids it's none of those things that you find yourself pursuing or one of my favorites is when people think it's retiring their husband although i'd love the idea for you to to do that with me one day but that's <laughs> this deeper why is what i define as world helped by you why and this deeper why is your reason for being and believe it or not you're here for a reason like all of us we're here to remember our soul's true purpose. And when we start to become this deeper why, and we start to step into it and believe that there is this deeper reason for being, we start to ignite it, invite it into our lives. And it's that actual living of it, becoming of it, that the world becomes helped by you. Mm, I love that. So you and I have both been entrepreneurs for quite some time. You even longer than I have been. I like to call myself a definer more so than an entrepreneur, but yes. <laughs> Why do you think 
it's important to be guided by something deeper as an entrepreneur. Well, I mean, first of all, I don't get too hung up on the titles of entrepreneur. It's at the end of the day, we're human beings and we're here to express our soul's true purpose. And if you decide to live out this deeper why within an organization or if you decide to go on your own and start to carve out your own path, it doesn't matter to me. So I just chose for for my particular life purpose. I really wanted to express my deeper why, which is to inspire others to take action on their lives. And of course, as I stepped into that and started traveling the world, becoming what I was seeking, which was which was to inspire, that really evolved into helping people answer the only question that matters, why am I here? I think why it's so essential to know your deeper why, not just to help you be an entrepreneur. I can't imagine being an entrepreneur without knowing why. I can't imagine leading an organization without knowing why. I can't imagine leading my own life without knowing why. So when you're out there wanting to carve your own path and wanting to blaze a trail as an entrepreneur, the deeper why, and and we'll flush this out even more throughout this podcast, is really the lighthouse. It's the ultimate ignition and fuel. I like to say that an entrepreneur is like a rocket blasting out of the atmosphere. And it takes a massive amount of thrust to get that rocket through that stage one. That's what the deeper why really allows you to do. It propels you for. It doesn't mean you're just going to coast, but it's that initial knowing with sheer certainty, this is why I'm here. This is what I want others to experience. This is the outcome I want to influence in the world. This is my deeper passion. This is my purpose. And it's wrapped all together. And this is how I'm serving the world. So it's the ultimate flight plan and, and fuel and ignition to an entrepreneur's trajectory and start. I'm going to take some of your words and relate it to my early days as an entrepreneur. As you might remember, love, I was, as an entrepreneur, my corporate entity was called Focused Energy, but without that deeper why ignited within me, I was actually, and you you used to refer to me as probably one of the most unfocused people that you'd met. Maybe not one of the most unfocused, but I was pretty unfocused. I was just grabbing on to all these different things, trying this, trying that, trying this, and I really didn't have that lighthouse, which is my deeper why, which today I really, really have deeply within me. And it really does light the way for me. Otherwise, I'd still be grabbing onto this, that, and the other. And Well, it's really, you know, staying on that, and I stay with this rocket analogy. I just love everything you do with this analogy because the deeper why is that ultimate navigation. And without that, without that gyroscope working, without the coordinates plugged in, you really will be completely lost in space. And I feel that most entrepreneurs kind of jump right out of the gate and they're just shooting from their hip and they're taking everybody down and they're focused on features and benefits this is what i do and they do like a hundred things and every entrepreneur thinks they need to do a hundred things and that deeper why is so singular it's so focused it's so pure when i ignite someone's why through why time i give them this really simple statement i exist too And if you just lead with that, it's so exquisite because 
we think we need to complicate everything. It doesn't just blaze the trail. It doesn't just ignite the way, like you were saying. It doesn't. It, I mean, th- those things are important, and that compass is just always with you because you'll lose yourself and you'll look down. You look at that compass. I know why I'm here, and I'll give you an example with that. Entrepreneurs initially do not know what market they will be serving. They think they know, but they're not really sure. And then some group pulls them over here and says, hey, we want to bring you over here. Oh, okay. So now you're an expert in this area. But then next few months, that contract fizzles out. And then another group over here brings you, hey, we want to bring you. Now you're an expert for that group. And what starts to happen is an entrepreneur starts to grow, contract, grow, contract. And then they really lose themselves because they're doing whatever they can to make money. And they start to really, they get lost. And before you know it, you're growing your organization, hopefully, but you've lost the way. You've lost connection to the way. And you're doing all these different things that aren't deeply connected. You probably have about 15 titles in your email. We've seen this before too. And nobody really has a clear understanding of what you stand for, who you are, and how you can serve them. So that's where your deeper why, living through that and allowing that to guide you. That's what Mission Control's job is. Think about that. Mission Control is, hey, Ange, you're off course. Hey, I need you to add a little bit more fuel on the left uh, rocket there. Oh, looks like you're coming up to something you might want to steer clear. That's what our soul is. Our soul is our way is Mission Control. And it's our way of keeping us on track. And I like that analogy a lot for an entrepreneur because you will, at the end of the day, you will enjoy your journey, even though there'll be ups and downs and we'll get into what it's like to ride these waves with, with Anthea's example. You're going to enjoy that, that journey even more when you feel like you know what the, what the path and you know what the way, you got a, a sense of what that way is going to look like. For me, love, without that deeper why, I am like any other human being. I would totally get caught up in all these different shiny objects as I used to. But today, I feel like with that deeper guiding why, I don't get pulled in those directions as often. Or if I do, I very quickly readjust and I'm back on the path. That's very good. And I'll share one more thing around this which is really actually quite insightful. Most people think the deeper why is gonna add a lot more to my plate because most entrepreneurs wanna do more, they wanna achieve more. But here's the fun thing. Your deeper why, if anything, helps you do one thing and one thing well, to say no, to say no. See, it's not about saying yes to a million things. This is what completely takes entrepreneurs off course. Like I said, you're saying yes to all these different different opportunities and different shiny objects and and you think well you know i'm making money so i'm generating it but what it's doing is it's eroding it's eroding it's taking you away so your deeper why is helping you say no because without that compass without that deeper knowing you won't know what to say yes to and you'll find yourself in a much stronger position more confident using you as an example it wasn't that you were necessarily all over the place, what you were doing is you were saying yes to 
a lot of things that I felt were taking you off course. Mm, yeah. Well, I remember those days and what that felt like. Like I was saying yes to all these different things and nothing was really moving forward. And if something did, it very quickly fizzled out because I knew it, it wasn't... It doesn't have the in... sticky power. So you're, no. The deep white gives you the sticky power. I call it going slow to go fast. It may take a couple years of massive, what I like to say, deep, seeding roots which are my favorite you're you're cultivating very strong ambassadors if anything and i'll give you some tips towards the end of this i would rather cultivate a thousand or a hundred whatever you want a number you that works for you real true brand ambassadors that know why you're here and they're out there telling the world what you're all about rather that and spend tears doing that than come out of the gate having a thousand people buying my service but it keeps changing every few months Also, what I love about that, having cultivating these brand ambassadors and brand ambassadors are really these people that shout you from the rooftops because you have worked with them and you've made a difference in their life. So a lot of times I'll be speaking to entrepreneurs, especially new entrepreneurs, and they'll say, wow, okay, I just launched this thing and I got to get a big website that costs a lot of money, marketing materials, all this stuff and all this branding and thing going, but they haven't gone out there. They haven't had their deeper why ignited and they haven't lived that deeper why because after why time, you always ask people, okay, now go live it. Living your deeper why means you're living through that passion and purpose and you are of service to the world. So you're out there making a difference. Go and do that. Be that as an entrepreneur before the big fancy website and the marketing materials, go and be your deeper why. It's so much more strengthening and significant. Very cool, love. Before we move on to Anthea as an example, because she was a why timer, you ignited her deeper why. How do you feel that your deeper why served and strengthened you as an entrepreneur? Well, for me, when I finally started to focus on the only question that mattered, the foundation of everything I wanted to build, that's when everything started to align. When I started to get really focused, not so much on what I was good at doing, because I was very good at a lot of things like presentation, marketing, brand building. But when I really started to get laser focused on why I was here and starting to become that very thing that I wanted others to experience everything just aligned. It was just this feeling of pure alignment. I knew what I wanted to say yes to. I started to attract more extraordinary people into my life. The opportunities that started to present themselves, everything was becoming more and more in alignment with what my what really lit me up, what lit my soul on fire. So it's just a great way to navigate the world with that kind of clarity. And the more you lived your deeper why, the more you actually recognize these gifts and opportunities when they come your way. Yeah, like inside each person, during why time, we try to pull out what I, I call these unique gifts. And inside each one of us are unique gifts, but it's very easy to get lost in the doing through the unique gifts. You know, I have this really cool equation. And it's taken me a lifetime to distill how to ignite this deeper why into this very basic equation. I call it your passion plus your purpose equals outcome. And if I had to summarize that up, my passion was to create. My purpose was to inspire. 
and the outcome was always to take action. The inspired part took me a long time because I was so good at all these other things. But people would always say to me, you always inspire me, you always inspire me, you always inspire me. No matter what I was doing, which is ironic because it's the second leg and this three-legged stool. And when I started to just zero in on just that, that's when the way really opened up for me. Mm, I love that. So I love that we created a foundation for this conversation now, love, how your deeper why serves and strengthens you as an entrepreneur. So now let's get into today's interview. You had the opportunity to do Why Time with our guest today, Anthea Mumby. Can you tell us a little bit about what that experience was like? When we had the Why Time, what really showed up for me with Anthea was Anthea had spent her whole life navigating change. It was all this change, change in the insurance business, change in her her company, change the the kind of clients they were. More importantly, she was starting to see change in herself. And this, this deeper why ended up becoming this, what I call navigating change, this navigating change. Because what this journey has taught her is that change is inevitable. But if you can navigate it in such a way that you can see it as everything was a stepping stone to your next great work, and her next great work really is what I call riding the waves. So there's two parts to that, navigating change so you can ride the waves. Because most people don't want the waves, but it's the waves. So I think through our wide time and speaking of discomfort, speaking of what she was going through, speaking of her courage, speaking of the connection she was having to herself and the change she was seeking, it, what really came out of that is what she wants for others is to navigate that change by riding those waves. And the waves will come. And, and I think Anthea's gift is inspiring women, family businesses, other, other people, other entrepreneurs, that it's okay. Embrace these waves. Ride them because you're going to have low periods. You're going to have high periods. But that's all part of navigating change. So I think it's, it's brilliant. I love Anthea's why that you ignited with her love because, as you said, we're not hardwired to want to ride those waves. So having entrepreneurs like Anthea in the world that have a lot of experience, and that is part of their deeper why now. I want to talk a bit about the entrepreneur itself. A true entrepreneur knows that they cannot control the external world, okay? So the external world is going to change. But now the difference between working for someone, you, know, you can be in the same job for the next 20 years or you, you know, you've been in it for 25 years, but see, an entrepreneur needs to ride the wave. An entrepreneur needs to reinvent. I mean, just look at myself. The, the reinvention from, from the architecture to the branding to the marketing presentation to the creative coaching, speaking across seven countries, publishing, now becoming a, a novelist. If you're not willing to reinvent and if you're not willing to define your market, this isn't the right space for you. But what helps you is by having that clarity on that deeper why, you're going to have more fun surfing, okay? <laughs> you're really like a surfer. You know, a surfer sitting out there on the waves. You ever watch this, you know, a movie 
I haven't surfed because I can't surf, but you're, you know, you're watching them, they're waiting. They could be waiting for hours for that wave to come. Then the wave starts coming, then they're, okay, then they're really swimming hard, but then they wipe out, but then they get back up. But they're having fun. But they're having fun. And I think people quickly jump into being an entrepreneur without knowing why, and, and it's just like a tsunami. And they they don't want anything to change. And all this stuff comes at them. But we're in this world that's moving so fast, so rapidly, that if you're not willing to change, and I'm not saying change your why, and that's where people get confused. And this is the, the real root of it right here. People think they need to keep changing their why. No. That's Let the not, world change. That's not your deeper why. Right. But you your why is like the eye in the storm. Mm-hmm. Because the storm is going to get more intense as our world accelerates. But what's not going to change? I know that my publishing work will change. My coaching work will change. But what will never change is why I'm here. Mm. That won't. The way I'll do it and the way that I'll innovate, that's the innovation. That's what innovation is about. I'm going to innovate to be able to deliver my why in a way that really connects. So I think that's important to point out. I love this conversation, love, and I hope that it has served as a good foundation for the conversation I'm about to have with Anthea Mumby, how your deeper why serves and strengthens you as an entrepreneur. So enjoy this interview. Sit back, relax, and be inspired. Okay, I'm so excited, Angela here. On today's podcast, I have the deep honor to host an interview with Anthea Mumby. She is the president of Mumby Insurance Brokers, which has been in existence since 1975. It's a really cool family-owned business. And Anthea... I love this lady for multiple reasons I can go on. She's also an author in the I Know Why book series, the second I Know Why book, which is all around passion. So welcome, Anthea. It's so exciting to interview you for today's podcast because today's podcast is focused on how your deeper why serves and strengthens you as an entrepreneur. And I know you've got some really cool insights to share with us on that. So welcome. Thank you so much, Angela. It is an absolute delight to be on this call with you today. And I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Woohoo! Well, thanks, Anthea. So let's just dive into this interview with your deeper why. Now you have a really cool chapter in the second I Know Why book, and your chapter is all about riding the waves. Can you explain a little bit about that deeper why and why it's so meaningful to you? Absolutely. Happy to do that. So riding the waves, to me, it's about the fact that as human beings, we go through different points in our lives where sometimes uh, we're at the top of that wave and things are working really, really well. And sometimes we're challenged. We have different uh, disruptions in our lives, different challenges. And sometimes we feel like we're at the bottom of the wave. 
But at the end of the day, the thing to remember is, and if we look at uh, an ocean, the ocean being a metaphor for life, at the end of the day, the waves all come to dry land. So the land, the land is always there. So when I talk about riding the waves, it's about really acknowledging that there are those up and down points. And how are we going to choose to respond to those waves as they take place? Mm, and hopefully, you know, we can look at it as a journey. And uh, there's it's it's all about choosing the response at whatever's happening at any point in time. That's beautiful, Anthea. And I'm sure as an entrepreneur of many years and an entrepreneur of a family-owned business, man, you've had a lot of waves to ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, before this podcast interview, Anthea, I actually reread your chapter in the I Know Why book. And I always love people's response to the question, what was life like before knowing why. Now, I know you are a person that has been into personal development for quite some time. I read some of your chapter and I've known you, come to know you as a person. But how did that why time or knowing why further serve and strengthen you as an entrepreneur, Anthea? The why time experience with Jerry, I just love the fact that he was able to pull in a very short amount of time, just pull that out of me and really come up with that metaphor of riding the waves. So it's something that I was already experiencing and but but being able to put it into this great story and now use that to, to share that story through the, the, the book as a vehicle, through this podcast as a vehicle, and through some other work that I'm being, I will be doing. That, that was really what was so amazing about that, that experience of, of speaking with Jerry. Mm, I love that. I'm going to just expand on that question a little bit more. How did that deeper why, that clarity or further clarification on your deeper why lead towards you knowing more about your new venture now as an entrepreneur? Uh, really through conversations that I would have with people. And so, you know, being in the, in the I Know Why book, that became a conversation I would have with people. Just ongoing conversations that I have with, with other entrepreneurs in particular through different groups that I've involved with, it just kind of continued to grow and just got momentum and, and really it's just taking off. Do you feel that your deeper why, Anthea, is creating even more meaningful conversations because a lot of times out there in this noisy, busy world, I feel this way as an entrepreneur, we kind of lead with the features and benefits, kind of boring at this point in time, old style marketing, I call it. This is what I do and how I do it. But do you feel personally that it's creating even richer conversations with people around you? Absolutely. When we share our stories and we share our why, in many cases, I find it's very inspiring. And it, it also opens the door to a conversation with an individual to talk about their why and their story. And it just gets past all this sort of superficial stuff 
and into a much more meaningful conversation. Because I know you you think the same way that I, I do, Angela. We've talked about this before is I just can't do superficial conversations. It just doesn't exist in my in my DNA to do the world. <laughs> Hi, how are you? It, it's gone <laughs> I'm done with that, Anthea. Yeah. I'm done with the surface stuff. You know, Jerry and I always have like a little bit of conversation around these networking kind of opportunities that arise and everybody's going around and just shoving their business card in your face and they're leading with, this is what I do. And then you're expecting a relationship to be built on that when maybe that worked a long time ago, Anthea, but today in this noisy, even more challenging marketplace, what people are looking for is depth and meaning and purpose. Mm-hmm. No more surface stuff. It's not cutting through the noise. So I love that you're experiencing that as well. Your deeper why being able to cut through the noise of this, this marketplace. You know? One thing when I talk to business owners... I'll often say, you know, your your business should really be a vehicle for for your life, for for how you want to show up in the world. And so when I talk to people, I'll say, well, you know, how is the, your business doing that? How is that accomplishing that for you in terms of who you are as a human being and the contribution you want to make and the value you want to bring to the world? Mm. So, yeah, it's, it goes way past that very surfacey stuff, as you said. Beautiful. No more surface stuff for us, Anthea. No, no. <laughs> no more. So you have been riding this wave for quite some time now, and we had the honor also of having you in Tuscany with us this past April at our retreat. What's possible now? Well, with the clarity, everything's possible because you don't, you don't, it's it, the distractions and the noise kind of goes away right? There's so many things. Again, business owners, we tend to be a lot of, you know, we're highly distracted. There's always a million and one things going through our our head at any point in time. We've always got new creative ideas, people pulling at us, different things, different directions we can be going in. But it's really the powerful thing is to say no, 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 and no, because there's, there's the clarity about this is the direction that, that I'm going in. And I'm just going to stop, turn off those social media notifications and say no to those phone calls and say no to those opportunities, even certain clients. Maybe they're not the right fit to work with. So mm-hmm. what's that saying? Uh, was it Jim Collins who said, say no to the good and yes to the great? Mm-hmm. In this noisy marketplace, you need that clarity of direction. Well, you've always needed it, but now more than ever. So this is a good tie-in to you've had a family-owned business. You've been an entrepreneur for many years. What do you see are the challenges that family-based entrepreneurs are facing now in today's marketplace? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's it's a pretty well-known fact that a lot of businesses, family businesses, do not survive past the second, into the second or even the third generation. There's a lot of reasons for that as, as to why that's the case, but uh, my understanding is experts say it's really a lot of the times that the parents worked so hard to create this business, they did not want their children to go through those same sorts of challenges and struggles 
whether it's like in the case of my, my family, my parents, my dad left a corporate career to start his own business and my mom didn't work at the time. They had a few weeks of income that they had tucked away and they had three children under the age of six and they start decided to open this, this family business and huge risk that they took, they took to do that. So they really had to fight very hard to, to, to pursue this dream and this vision that they had. So I think sometimes when it goes to the second generation and the third generation, maybe at times the parents can be, uh, they don't want their children to have that same hardship and those same challenges. So perhaps the children are a little, having been protected, they may not have the same level, need to develop the same level of skills as their parents did mm -hmm. uh, when that business was open. So that can become a real challenge in a family business in terms of that continuity piece of things. Mm -hmm. I, I know in my case, I didn't really have any nepotism. My dad, I had to do every job. <laughs> there was no options, right? I had to literally learn it from the ground up and do everything from the, the basic, uh, even the cleaning and the computer stuff. Actually, I got us computerized because we weren't computerized at that point in time. But I, I really had to work for it. And, and then eventually, over time, my husband joined the business. So now, and, and we bought the business from my parents about 20 years ago. Mm. So we went from where that was kind of the, my parents and myself, that dynamic to now it's my husband and myself having this business together. And what happened there, our, our challenge there was just that the business was taking over our lives so we were famous that, you know, six o'clock in the morning in the bathroom where, you know, we were both getting ready for the day, the business talk would start and it would continue through the entire day, through dinner time and until our heads hit the pillow at night. So it really became very, very overwhelming and and it was, you know, it was just like this, this business became all consuming. Right. What you just said there reminds me a little bit about some of the words you shared in your chapter about life before knowing why. So what were you seeking? Uh, this question is something that Why Guy Jerry Visca likes to ask people a lot, especially during why time when he gets to that outcome part of the conversation, passion plus purpose equals outcome is that wonderful, beautiful equation that he's created to start to help people with their deeper why. So he always asks people, what is it that you're seeking? What were you seeking as a family-based entrepreneur? We were seeking contribution, really. We wanted to make a positive impact in people's lives, and we still do as an insurance brokerage. In a world of disruption, we want people to have confidence. We want people to feel confident. And, you know, insurance is very mystifying for most people. It's confusing. They feel like, you know, they get this piece of paper in the, in the mail once a year. What on earth is this? Oftentimes comes with a, a rate increase, no explanation. So we, we wanted and we still want clients to, people to, to have that feeling of, of confidence, which is where the insurance obviously provides that to them. 
I love that answer of contribution because do you feel that that is a distinction between a family-owned business versus a really large, almost impersonal corporate insurance company? Yes. Well, I think definitely an individual in a smaller organization, you, you will feel that more. You will feel that contribution, that impact that you're making more because it's your clients that you're, you're dealing with directly. You're very close to it. Mm. And so we've, we've literally standing alongside our clients as they go through these, these disruption in our lives. You just have a far more personal awareness of, of it than if you in a larger company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So having this great understanding of being a family-owned entrepreneur business and now serving this sector of the marketplace and your clarity around your deeper why, riding the waves in your own life and helping others ride their waves, what do you feel other family-based entrepreneurs are seeking? Other family businesses, I think they still want to make that positive impact in the world. And they're seeking ways to do that. I know when I talk to them, there's always the ideas that are flowing around. When I sit around a boardroom table with other entrepreneurs, they just want to keep growing and they want to contribute to their clients. They want to help their staff. A lot of them, they want their their team members to go home at the end of the day and just be good people, good parents, make a positive impact on society. Mm. So I think it it does come from a place for most, at least the ones that I know that I deal with closely, it does come from a place of of making a positive impact in, in society. Beautiful. So that's mm-hmm. that's what you feel they're seeking, these family-based entrepreneurs. Now you have a very unique way of that you shared with me of wanting to serve uh, family-based entrepreneurs and help them now be guided by a new vision. This is something that we speak about intellectually, being guided by a new vision, but it's something that we don't really do a deep dive on, right? We Maybe some of us do a little bit of surface work. So I know this is an area that you are doing a deep dive into now to help other family-based entrepreneurs. But before I get to that service to others, Anthea, I'd love to know how having your deeper why ignited has even magnified your vision for yourself, your life, and your business. I feel like when the, when the clarity is there, everything really seems to kind of line up. Opportunities are falling into place that, that weren't there before. And and the right people, sort of people, will rally around you as you as you have that clarity yourself, and you share that with other people. It just becomes something that people are very they're inspired by, and they want to be part of it. Now, there's other people that are probably very they probably would read my chapter in the book and go, "Oh my goodness, I do not relate to that at all," right? And they might read the story where I talk about how I how I had this this accident in, in the, the, the shed and how I have these scars on my wrists as a result of that. And they might think, wow, that's like, you know, she was hurt and now she's turning around and saying, oh, I'm coming at that now from a place of power. Like I smashed through the glass and, and it might actually repel people. And 
that's okay. That's all good. But you know why that's okay? And I love that you said that, Anthea, because the more clear you are and the more you're guided by something bigger, so your deeper why, a vision, then as you said, you will attract those that resonate with you that you're meant to be serving and working with, and those that you're not meant to, as you stated, just with your words, you'll know that with great clarity too. And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we feel that we're, we're not really clear about who we're meant to serve. And so we're actually serving people that really aren't aligned with who we are. That, how's that working for us? I I like to say, right? Right. Exactly. And I love in preparation for this podcast, you had sent me the direction you're going into. You'd sent me a story about how I think you and Douglas, your husband, were away on holidays and maybe, uh, correct me if I'm not wrong, your business, as all businesses, were going through lots of waves and I think Douglas was had fallen ill on that vacation or something. So that left you with an opportunity to do a deep dive around uh, a vision for your company. And I think that's leading you now down the path of wanting to and being able to do this for other family-based businesses. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so we so we had this catastrophic at the time event where we were on vacation and we had we received a, an email from the office and there there were some I won't go into all the details, but there were some very serious staffing issues that occurred, just a number of personal things that happened with our team members. And then so we had that, and then it just kind of it just led to a series. What's that book? A, a, a series of unfortunate events. So to yes. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately, when we were away on that trip, I had I always take business books with me. Actually, I, I don't do that anymore. I, when I'm on vacation now, I do not take business books anymore. I learned that. But at that point in time, that was almost four years ago. I had this book, and it was all about creating a vision for, for your business. And that was my opportunity to sit there, husband's in, in bed and he can't really do anything and really map out a three-year vision for the business. And so with that plan, with that, and it, and it was, it's not just like a vision board, which is a bunch of pictures, like this actually had very, like the, the words to go through it, very, along with it, very meaningful, very, a lot of clarity in those words about exactly what this three-year vision looked like. And so what happened is because we had that, and it was something we could share with our team, with our, the, the our, what I would call our suppliers, the insurance companies we work with, uh, different vendors, that clarity really was like, again, an opportunity for people to rally around that, or in other cases to say, no, it's, it's, this does not, it's not something that appeals to me. Which is good to know. Absolutely. I'd like to know that sooner than later. So by having that, it really, it just kind of pulled us through these, these real challenges that we had in our business, which most businesses I don't think would have survived what we went through as a company. We kept going and we, we um, had, were very proud of, of certain things about our business that have occurred even during that period of disruption. 
But I really pull it back to this, having this vision and having clarity around it. So it kept us looking into the future rather than, you know, looking at the past and I'm just moving forward with, with momentum. Mm. As I'm listening to your words, Anthea, now you created that vision about three years ago or something like that, and you came back into our lives probably sometime last year. Had you not had that vision that was pulling you into the future, you might not, your uh, peripheral view or something might not have been open to even the work we do, Jerry does, around your deeper why. So that was just showing up for me now as you were talking about this, because if you had not had that vision guiding you, you wouldn't have been as open. Wow, this is coming into my framework. And I think I'm meant to be going down this path. And it's really resonating with me because you're guided by that vision. So it's not like you're grasping at straws and this, that, and the other. So when something like the retreat that you came with us on last April, the why time, even the opportunity as an author comes to you. It's almost like when you're guided by a vision, you know it's coming to you for a reason. Exactly. We have our business vision, but I also have a personal vision. And it was so interesting because when I had, and I always work on it over the Christmas break each year, and I had just finished mapping it out or refining it for 20, for this year, for 2019. And I get this email from Jerry. (laughs) But Anthea, that's what's so exciting. That's what I mean. See people, they don't see the synchronicities in their life because they're not guided by something bigger. Right. And so I love that story because you took the time to start to be guided by something bigger, Mm -hmm. that vision. And now that has been amplified with your deeper why that's just been just added to this beautiful creation. Of course, that email from Jerry was like, of course, how that's just not random. You know, that's that vision pulling me into this fabulous future that I can see. This is such a beautiful story, Anthea. And I know as I'm listening to your words, other entrepreneurs, especially family-based entrepreneurs, need that help. A lot of entrepreneurs like you and I, they do their own personal development. They might go to a workshop, things like that maybe something that's around vision, but I know a lot of entrepreneurs and they're not doing a deep dive into this area. And I think that's where someone like you can really help them sit down with them and really do a deep dive. And let's talk about this vision that's going to pull you into the future. So let's talk about what you wish these family-based entrepreneurs to experience from working with you. What I want them to experience the confidence it is the clarity it's the inspiration and the suffering there's a lot that are actually feel like they want to give up they're depressed there's anxiety a small business in Canada that's the vast majority of of businesses okay so companies under a hundred staff That's what these family-based businesses are experiencing now, all of what you just said. But once they start working with you, Mm -hmm. what are they going to experience? To feel like they are on a path of success. Mm -hmm. They're on a path of creativity. 
that even though there will be those bumps in the road, that they can ride those waves, they can keep moving forward, and they can rally people around them and just make it happen, that they can know it will happen because the clarity is there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And with, without the clarity, what do you really have, right? Confusion, chaos, catastrophe. It continues. I even love. I, I even love how you described to me leading up to this podcast specifically how they'll be working with you, kind of in that cozy, safe yeah. environment where yeah. they're going to feel really good, and they're going to be able to relate to you because you know what it's like. I have a lovely spot, our cottage, which is near Conestoga Lake. So I have designed that with that space in mind of having the water there, the tranquility there. We've got to create sort of that very collaborative, creative space. You know, maybe one day this will go international. We could do these in Tuscany. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) why not? Why not? I love that. You're taking them from confusion, chaos, maybe some suffering in there to total clarity and peace of mind. That's what you wish for them right? That's, that's where I feel from speaking to you. That's what I feel like you're experiencing now. So, and of course, what you sought, what you are experiencing, of course, you desire for others, which was part of that why time experience with Jerry, what you seek you is also what you desire for others to experience. Anthea, you are incredible. So I thank you for being on this podcast. And again, the subject matter was really how your deeper why serves and strengthens you as an entrepreneur with particular focus on the family-based entrepreneur. Because as you said, Anthea, that makes up quite a large percentage of the entrepreneurs out there. And entrepreneurs are fueling the economy. Yes. So a lot more people are exploring this area. So thank you for your insights. I'm so excited to see what evolves from, you still have your insurance company going, but you're now also offering this service to other family-based entrepreneurs. So I know they're going to be so excited to be working with you. And, and just having the experience of being with you, you are so approachable, so fun. Okay. <laughs> she might even, she might even cook some food for you. She's a real foodie, that Anthea, especially if you go to her cottage. And we're so excited to have you and Douglas back with us in Tuscany in April 2020. And I love that the two of you are coming because this retreat is all about creating couples, but couples who are creating something really significant together. And that's you and Douglas, baby. You guys are amazing. So I love that you guys are retreating from everyday life. And Jerry and I often say in the creation of these retreats, this is vital. In the noisy world, you will not gain that clarity. You won't see it. You won't see the bigger picture. So I love attracting entrepreneurs, human beings like you that really see that, the power in that. It's not a nice to, quote unquote. It is vital in today's noisy world. And I know you're going to inspire even more entrepreneurs to see see that as well, Anthea. So thank you for being on this interview. 
Oh, thank you so much. My absolute pleasure. And this has been a great conversation. Thank you.